0: And you saw last week the city council is debating let's spend 27.6 million well no let's spend only 20 you know let's let's spend only 17 million and then one council person is even saying well let's just start easy and slow and conservatively with only 2 million because we need to get some private investment in there now I like the history and want to preserve the history of the 18th of Vine district and it is important I think that we try to preserve that so how do we do it uh, what would this money do for us
1: well you would be very wealthy if you if you knew the answer to that question a lot of people are trying to figure it out and and so let me push back on your premise first of all is 18th and vine something we want to preserve you know one of the truisms of of jazz and even jazz musicians and bloggers will will admit this you know there are more people who want to play jazz than there are who want to listen to jazz and we all think of jazz as something we ought to be listening to right uh, intellectually say oh i love jazz but But there really isn't a market for it, and there certainly isn't a market for it here in Kansas City. You know, you recall a year or two ago, Women's National Soccer League, Kansas City was the number one market. But when Ken Burns' jazz documentary aired, we weren't in the top ten. And so what we're trying to do in Kansas City is trying to preserve a moment in time that was uh, where 18th and Vine was because of prohibition, uh, you know, uh, illegal drinking. It was effectively a red light district. Um, You know, the government was corrupt. And so 18th and Vine, you know, succeeded as a place to go see live music. Amazing characters went through there. But we've spent more time now trying to preserve that heyday at 18th and Vine than it was ever actually a heyday. And at some point, you've got to to give up. And and as you've said, we've spent $100 million trying to prop it up. It hasn't worked. And so the uh, a reasonable person says, you know, is there any hope that it will? And is this the last time we're going to be asked for? $27 million or, or any number of millions of dollars. Well, we
0: know that's not, yeah, we know it's not the last right. time. I, I think everybody's going to be. This every, is Kansas City, man.
1: <laughs> that's right. Everybody will be back. And so, and and now it's not, we're not working in a vacuum here. Uh, you know, in the mid-90s when we were trying to preserve and, and, and rehabilitate 18th and Vine, they were doing the same down in Memphis, in Beale Street, and John Elkington and, uh, and, and Emanuel Cleaver had very different ideas of how to do this. Emanuel Cleaver wanted public funds. Elkington said, no, it has to be private dollars. And 20 years later, the evidence is in. Beale Street is a success, and 18th and Vine is not.
0: Why does, why does it matter where the money comes from, whether it's public or private? Because public dollars, there's
1: no uh, seeking a return on investment. There's less incentive for people to guard that investment. Um, Beale Street brought in, first of all, Beale Street didn't try to preserve only jazz. Beale Street wanted a a more general entertainment district. They brought in, you know, I think B.B. King opened up or lent his name to a restaurant there. Uh, They brought in musical shows. And so those investors uh, uh, risked an investment and want to preserve it. And so they do everything on their own to try to, uh, you know, defend their investment and and see a return.
0: So the discussion in Kansas City, it's almost like when I'm reading the, the coverage of this, it's almost like we just got a few minutes left here, Patrick. It's almost like we're not debating whether or not we're going to put public money into another effort to revitalize and improve 18th and Vine. It's really just a matter of how much we're going to do. And the city is saying, well, maybe we can get some private investment, but we need to do something no ma- either way.
1: You know, that's really dangerous. Uh, Bob Geldof has the famous quote, uh, we have to do something even if it doesn't work. And, and Kansas City's 18th and Vine has not worked. There is no reasonable expectation that more public dollars will work. Uh, we need to turn it over to private investors, let them take care of it, or give up the idea. But but so many more needs in Kansas City are, are pressing. The Jazz District is not.
0: One of the arguments, and I thought this was interesting, is the city, you know, does pay something into subsidized health care for other entertainment districts. And they said, well, why not 18th and Vine? And I think the hint was, hey, is this a race thing? Because we're in a part of town that is more black. I think that's a fair point, but at the same time, should we, we be propping up any of the other entertainment districts? Well,
1: th- I think that's exactly right. Just because Kansas City is making bad investments elsewhere doesn't mean we should uh, expand the franchise to one more.
0: All right. And uh, so it's going to be voted on. Well, the plan is to discuss it and, and look at it again on Thursday. And it's
1: been, hey, look, they've, the council has booted this before. So la- uh, last week they decided they're going to talk about it again uh, tomorrow and vote on it on Thursday. But this goes back several weeks. They, they booted on it uh, a month ago and, and look, Kansas City has real needs, real infrastructure needs, public safety needs. Uh, you know, streetcars and entertainment districts are not a priority. They cannot be a priority in Kansas City right
0: now. Yeah, we could do a whole segment on the uh, plans and the proposals for streetcar. We don't have time. We've got less than two minutes right here. Uh, what else is on the uh, radar screen of the Show Me Institute right now? You know, one
1: of the things that, that Kansas City seems to pride itself on is, is being a tech hub. And, uh, you know, I've looked into some of those stories. A lot of it appear to be clickbait. You know, they uh, magazine, uh, kind of web magazines list the top 13 cities, top 10 cities. They put Kansas City in them sometimes, sometimes they don't. But there's no real methodology. And, again, it's something where the city has been spending money, either chasing federal dollars or investing in the smart city campaign by the streetcar. But what's the return? And, and again, this is very important because we're seeing a homicide st- uh, uh, spike in kansas city we have fewer police officers than we had five years ago it, our, our street cars and entertainment districts and 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 hipster things the the priorities here and and my fear is that we spend all this money on kind of touristy frou-frou and and if we can't get a handle on crime it's all wasted
0: all right to be in touch with you we do it how
1: uh, you can reach us at showmeinstitute.org and if you're interested in more about the jazz district i recommend this week's pitch article by david martin it's a great background piece Show me and has written about it, but but David's piece is good too.
0: All right, that's uh, Patrick Tui. Patrick, thank you so much uh, for the time here today.